Welcome to the Hoops College Coaches Podcast. I am Aaron Paranak. Today we're joined by the head coach of Johnson & Wales University Women's Basketball Program, Jennifer King. Coach King led the Wildcats to the USCAA Division II National Championship. Johnson & Wales finished the season 22-4 and and went undefeated in 2018. Coach King, thanks for joining us today. You just won a national championship. Uh, was that something you talked with the team a lot about? Uh, thanks for having me. Um, we talked a lot about making it to the tournament, like making it to nationals. Um, actually winning a national championship, I felt was not something we talked about a lot. Um, just, to, just for focus purposes, I think our main goal was to really make it to the tournament. And, you know, once that starts, it's kind of a new season, uh, postseason. And then we would just try to win the, the national championship after that. So um, I don't think we really, really talked about it that much. You know, I had a feeling that we were one of the better teams in the country, but I still never really let them know that that much. And uh, we kind of just went from there. Um, what What do you think was the best decision you made this year? Um, I think there was a couple things that, that really helped us. Um, obviously, my staff, <laughs> you know, which you're a part of, obviously. But but um, just aligning the right people, you know, that, that's huge. And it takes a lot off of my plate. And I don't have to worry about certain things. But also, you know, staff that I can bounce ideas off of. Um, in game and out of games as well. And I know they're going to give me good feedback. Um, not just yes people, you know. Um, as far as our team goes, I think just trying to put players in the right position, you know, to do what they do best. Um, and we, we kind of kept things simple. Uh, we didn't go in depth on a lot of different things and we didn't put a lot in. Uh, we were just really good at the, the few things that we did. Um, we were really, really good at those things. Well, what was the one decision that you made that you were like, oh, this might really cost us? <laughs> well, looking back, I mean, it, it didn't cost us, but obviously uh, in our national championship game, you know, we were up uh, double digits and they cut it to one. Um, and, I, you know, I let them cut it to one. I never called a timeout or anything. I just had that much faith in our team. Um, and, you know, I'm not one to really call timeouts um, for runs. And, you know, luckily uh, we were able to withstand it and end up pulling away and won by double digits. But looking back, obviously – that would have been something that I would definitely question myself about a lot. Uh, if, you know, if we wouldn't have been able to win. Um, what was the hardest part about the whole, the whole journey of, of winning a national championship? Uh, I think the hardest part is just making sure everyone stays focused. Um, cause obviously, you know, at Johnson and Wells, we hadn't had a ton of success, um, in the program cause it's a new program, but you know, as we start, uh, getting attention and moving up in the polls and just, just keeping everyone focused and level-headed. And I think our team helped a lot with that. They didn't get too excited when they saw themselves moving up uh, in the rankings. They knew that uh, the ultimate goal was to try to be number one at the end of the year. And um, so, I, you know, I'm super happy for them. And they kind of made the job a little easier, you know, just by coming to work every day and listening to what we had to say. I mean, you've been a part of other other successful teams as a player, as a coach. I mean, went to the NCAA tournament, you know, won conference championships, all that kind of stuff. What made this team different than some of those other ones? Um, you know, I think this team was different in that, that their whole mentality. You know, every other team I've been a part of and all success, the teams had a lot of emotions and just a lot of – it was some highs and lows, but this team just kind of stayed really balanced. And nothing was super high and nothing was super low for them. And I think um, it was kind of the perfect storm for the group that we had to have that mentality. So, um, and I think that's one of the reasons too, why, you know, I just didn't 
called timeouts and stuff all the time because I had a lot of faith in them to, to fix it because they didn't get rattled. It was just, you know, a good team making some plays. And, um, you know, I think that that helped us a lot with that mentality that they had. Um, what what were the biggest keys on the court to to winning a championship? I know you talked about it a little before, but, you know, about just keeping things simple. And um, can you be more a little more specific about some of those some of those keys to winning? Yeah, sure. Um, I know we know that we had a, a bunch of athletes, um, you know, can get up and down the floor. And, and that's what we did offensively. We wanted to use our athleticism. You know, if we could score within three to five seconds of the shot clock uh, or gaining possession of the ball, that, that's fantastic for us. You know, we don't we didn't try to run a bunch of stuff. And the things that we did run, we got people in position to do what they did best. And, you know, whether it was getting niche the ball down low, you know, we would set things up to make sure she got touches early. Uh, or, or get one of our shooters open looks or, you know, creating driving lanes for one of our drivers. You know, we set a lot of ball screens to try to help people out uh, to get to the basket and even use their athleticism. Um, defensively, you know, we, we went um, pretty much a pack line for most of the season, which, you know, is kind of odd just because we had the athletes that we had, but we found that a lot of the times us playing not as aggressive created as many turnovers as us playing more aggressive and possibly getting into foul trouble. So a lot of our steals and turnovers came right to us instead of us having to force it all the time. Um, so, so what about off the court? What, what were some of the biggest keys off the court to, to making sure that everything lined up the right way? Um, I think, I think I just kind of my laid back mentality helped some, you know, we were playing well. So sometimes I would give them two days off in a week instead of one day off or, um, you know, I, I like my staff to have other things going on as well. You know, I have other things going on as well. I don't get so locked into to the journey all the time. You know, I think everyone needs a break sometimes from what's going on. And, you know, our team, obviously, they, they earned those days off. And But I gave it to them. You know, I didn't feel like we had it to be in there every single day doing things when we're playing well. And I just didn't want to, you know, make them feel pressured or just overdo it. So, I think that was one of the main things, which is kind of odd. You know, a lot of people like to totally lock in. And I think when it was time to work, we were totally locked in, but I didn't want them totally locked in all the time. So I think those breaks and, and having some opportunities to rest and do other things were really big for us. Um, when you're at the top, there's only one way to go, and that's down. So looking ahead, <laughs> looking ahead to next year, um, obviously, you know, you got seniors that graduated, you know, new players coming in. So it's going to be a different team. How, how will how will winning a national championship impact the way you approach next year? I think, you know, it's kind of get a feel for the team. You know, we have nine people returning, so I think some of the similar approaches will be there this season as far as how we get things done. But um, it's really, you know, it's a new year. You know, you just have to look and see how this team's uh, going to come along and, you know, how our leaders are going to emerge and who's going to make plays for us. And we'll adjust, you know, what we're going to do you know, as the staff and everything according to that. Um, if you could share one piece of advice to other coaches who were trying to win a championship, what would it be? Um, just enjoy the journey. You know, I mentioned, you know, I like people to do other things. And obviously you got to put in the work and grind it out. But, you know, don't forget to enjoy yourself. You know, we get to coach basketball for a living or whatever sport that you're coaching. And um, I think it's the best job in the world that we get paid to do that. So, Make sure you're enjoying yourself. And I think once you're enjoying yourself, your, your players enjoy themselves and things seem to work a little better sometimes. And, you know, I know obviously all seasons aren't going to be great and, and people uh, have some bad years sometimes, but 
don't forget that positive energy and, you know, don't get so locked in on all the negatives sometimes, you know, look at all your positives and what you have going for you and just use those things to, to grow and get better at the program. What, what would you, what, what do you think is the, is when you're looking at recruiting players and, you know, obviously at Johnson Wales, you know, we're not going to get the top, you know, top 100 ESPN recruits or whatever. Um, when you're, when, when high school coaches, you know, listen to this and, and they're like, well, what kind of player, uh, plays at Johnson and Wales. How would how would you describe players that that you would recruit? Hey, I mean, I think first and foremost, we want people who are going to be coachable. They're going to come in and listen to what we got to say, and then want to get better. Because as you said, you know, we're not getting top one hundred kids, so um, kids are going to come in and want to put in the work to get better once they arrive, and hopefully, you know, they'll they'll once they put in the work, they see what happens. You know, with our national championship and. Um, you know, we like to get up and down. So we like kids who can run and who are athletic and, um, you know, who really like to, to give 100% each and every time they're on the floor just because that's what we expect. What, is it, what, is, what do you find is the one thing uh, high school players come in and have the hardest time adjusting to on the court, uh, on the, you know, when, when you're coaching them? Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing that I've seen um, it's just the speed of the game sometimes, just because obviously a lot of states don't have a shot clock in high school. So the game, tends to be a little slower. Um, so the speed of the game and also, which is not their fault, but defensively, uh, especially in man-to-man, a lot of the man-to-man principles aren't really taught because you see a lot of younger teams playing zone and things like that. So they come in lacking um, man-to-man principles, which is totally not their fault just because they haven't been taught. But um, those are the two things I think that I see the, the biggest problems with that usually we have to kind of adjust first. That's, that's great. I mean, is there anything else you want to – you want to share with the world while you have the opportunity? <laughs> no, man, just thanks for having me. I think this is awesome what you're doing. I totally support you. Um, and, you know, anything else I can do to help you out, man, just let me know. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. It's great, great, great to have a national championship basketball coach on our show. It's awesome. Coach's podcast. We hope we're helping you in some small way. You can help us by leaving us reviews on iTunes or on the website, www.hoopscollege.com. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us next time.